guys, Andrea Stunts here. I have a question for you. Do you consider yourself to have had a sheltered or deprived childhood? Then stick with us as Paul, Seth, and I have our brother Samuel and some of our closest, dearest friends in around the mic this week as we talk about our New Year's resolutions and the things that we were and weren't allowed to do as kids and how it affected us. So thanks for joining us as we do our own stunts. Hey everyone, this is Andrea. We have Paul and Seth here like usual, and today we have our other uh, brother. We have Samuel. Samuel. Yay. The person who did our logo. Yep, that means me more pathetic for being a teenager and an artist. Wow, I can hardly believe that you would just... Are you just acquiring insults? Yeah. Next thing, next thing you're going to tell like, a like you're a role player. Like you play uh, like LARP. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So we also have a um, room full of other guests. We have John and me, Emily. My name's Hannah. I'm Chandler. Thank you all so much for joining us today. Yeah. 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 Heck yeah. We're excited. Mm-hmm. All right. So I wanted to, before we get started, um, give a shout out to Mr. Bob Freeman. He sent us an email a couple weeks ago right after our Christmas episode that was really, really positive and uplifting. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so thank you so much, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. You really made my day. Right. Bob gives positivity. Be like Bob. Be like Bob. All right, so it is the end of January. Ah, how? So, basically, if you have not given up on your New Year's resolutions, it's coming soon. Hey, I haven't. You have the the latent ability for, what's that word, procrastination. Don't Uh, worry, I'll get around to my resolution here in a minute. And then, bam, no more resolutions, so be careful, guys. I just made my resolution, like, not to do something I already didn't do. <laughs> I don't know how I failed it. Like, still, I'm I mean, not going to read any books this year. I don't know. I've still, I've already failed my resolution, and it was something I wasn't even. There, I don't even normally. There's do. no way I wouldn't be able to read any books for a whole year. Really? Because of I'm school. a book nerd. Okay, I gotta. Yeah, yeah I and gotta also Samuel and Hannah are kind of legally required to, or else they fail. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but yeah, I Hannah. It. Well, I, I could stop now. I would just have a 68 percent in that class. Oh, dude, At least that's dope. This year. <laughs> Next year I'll be in college. Just one more person. I'm more of a podcast audiobook person. Oh, wow. You're such a filthy millennial. It's like like reading, but you don't have to use your brain. It's like if you paid someone to to read for you. Words make me brain hurt. While I'm listening to it. Words make me brain hurt. My dad does that with the Bible. He always plays it in the morning. He just Hmm. plays it. I had an audio Bible for a while. That phone cool. died. That's, oh. Oh. oh, damn. <laughs> well, now I'm sad. I think that was, yeah. That makes me sad. Right. Seth's sad. Me All sad. All right, do y'all have any New Year's resolutions that y'all made, or? Nope. I made a resolution not to write any drafts this year. I bet you failed it already. Line. Yeah, I, I did. I'm sorry. Oh, damn it, John. <laughs> you were the chosen one. I was I made a resolution to, uh... Eat the salad for lunch every day, except on Wednesdays, because that's when they have spicy chicken patties. 
so far can, I've held can, it. And you can make your own spicy nice. chicken sandwiches with lettuce and... They don't uh, give lettuce for what? some reason. It's stupid. They did when I was there. You That's had the salad bar and then you had the, the was bar free. for your food. And yeah, they, had, they, they, they don't have, have that now. They, they have, have tape you oh. stand on. Yeah, it's pretty Rona. I have a New Year's resolution to make no New Year's resolutions. Hey, that's always a solid. Oh man, it's literally a failure in concept. (laughs) Yep, you haven't even tried, and you're a failure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks to all. I've decided to start my New Year's resolutions when it gets warmer, and I feel like it. (laughs) My New Year's resolution (laughs) is to get a tan. Oh, looks like I have to wait. Till freaking summer. summer to see if I'll even fail it. Ew. Yeah. Okay, so for for me, my New Year's resolution is to love myself more because <laughs> I've never really loved myself that much. So, well, okay. So like, I know that everyone makes a joke about this year. I'm gonna get more sleep. For this year, I'm gonna get more sleep. Uh, but honestly, I did not get very much sleep last semester and. I it did affect my classes. So my actual New Year's resolution is to responsibly get a responsible amount of sleep. And like I've already an failed it. Like that's a hard task. task. I have failed it, guys. That's a hard task. Like Memes are just too ball? funny. Are you responsibly going to get some responsible sleep? Nope. Nope. He's responsibly he's going to get... waste all his time on YouTube. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. You get, <laughs> no, no. Everybody, give him some slack. Memes are pretty dang funny. Memes, are, memes are pretty funny. And no. he I mean, watches his memes on YouTube. You just you're sitting there watching memes, and it's you know it's like nine thirty. You're like okay, thirty more minutes of memes, 12. and then you look one thirty. And then you're like, well, it's not that late. And then you're like, that's because, six o'clock. That's because uh, three th- three <laughs> thirty minute videos is an hour and a half, and that just doesn't click in my brain when I'm watching YouTube mm, videos. Yeah. So. Like, I look, and it's been an hour and a half. I'm like, but I only watched three videos. Yeah, despite <laughs> you, despite go, despite having an A in math class, I cannot calculate the time of three YouTube videos. Uh, imagine getting an A in math class. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have one. You mean you know what it oh, is? Oh, okay. What's Me too. It's just I don't, I don't, uh, uh, I don't brag about it in front of Seth because I'd rather just, uh, you know, make fun of him about other stuff. Like being tall. No, like looking like a hippie. Paul, you used to be uh, exactly. you, yeah. you hypocrite. You hypocrite. <laughs> you are such a hypocrite in the actual meaning. Yeah. You are a hypocrite. Yep. In the actual, yeah, like, actual hypocrite. <laughs> that hippie-crit. smug smile slapping yeah. off your face. That term is copyrighted, by the way. Ha, hypocrite. Hypocrite. That's right. If we catch you using hypocrites, we we're going to sue you in the name of Jesus Christ, our <laughs> Lord and Savior. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. <laughs> joke about that. Dab on that. I have decided though this year I am going to watch um, other TV shows other, other than, than The Office. Whoa. So she has watched The Office wow. and Parks and Recreation, right? Which and are the, the same and heroes, same which are exactly the same, same thing. Show. So Just so far people. she has not been following. No, I have the entire year. Uh-huh. That's what they all. I'm say. not ever gonna not watch The Office. I'm just gonna watch <laughs> other things also. Mm. Cheater, cheater. It's not cheating. Whack. No, it's called a handicap, okay? She's uh, trying to get into it. She's easing herself in. Have you ever uh, had yeah, a she pet can't fish? Go, she can't no, have go you ever had a pet fish? How you like, 
put it in new water, how you can't just drop it in there because it'll die from shock. You have to ease it in there. Yeah, she can't. Well, cold. then can't, it dies. Die. She can't cold turkey her shows, guys. No. You regret it. It's an addiction. Okay. I mean, my sister has the same problem with Grey's Anatomy. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I've never started Grey's Anatomy. Don't. Yeah, we watch shows that are good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Roasting my sisters up here, yep. You guys watch I was shows? thinking, isn't there like 20-something seasons or something? Yes. Yeah. And everybody's yeah. obsessed with and every it's still going. It's, it's still going. It's still going. I know, but you know how much time I would waste watching it. Yeah, The Office is nine seasons, and I already waste a lot of. That's time. why I, don't, I, <laughs> I only watch shows that have ended. So, I'm like, like man, how fair, many more actually. episodes do I have to go? I could just look at the sidebar yeah. and exactly. check. One you thing know? that, like, like, I one thing that, like, I know is that, like, you cannot watch anime without being just an anime person. If you go into my school and look at the 7th and 8th grade classes, oh, they are just freaking... Mm. Like, there's this one girl that just has a Naruto headband. Yes! Well, okay, okay, hold on. Right. When, I went to Sa- when I went to Salem before graduation, like, I was... <laughs> I was a junior and I was scared of the seventh and eighth grade classes because <laughs> they look like the kind of kids that if you got in a fight with them, they wouldn't like would fight like, like a normal person. Line. They would like no, they, they would be... like crawl around you like a dog tearing Seth, your hair out. Seth, they would be like that guy off the vine with the finger pointer. He would be like, yeah, "Don't screw with me! I have the power of God and me on my side." Okay, yeah. I know. to be honest, that that whole obsessive personality. Is more of an age thing, because I know some dude that goes to college with me and Seth that looks exactly like my dad, straight up. Like he's he's an auto body dude, like about my dad's proportions. He's a little bit shorter, big old arms. Will tell you about three totally separate animes. Like, what happens in each season. And then he'll tell you about cars. And then he'll go back to anime. So it really is kind of an age thing. That's terrifying. Yeah. The, 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 uh, like the, obsessed obs- the obsessive personality is I'm, I'm 100% convinced that he's like a... He's just an anime fan that is breached our defenses. He's become one of us. <laughs> kind of like, a, you know, I became a communist for the FBI. How the guy <laughs> literally studied the communist regime. But he was actually a capitalist. He's like that. He's just studied everything there is to know about cars so that we don't suspect a thing. He's going to be our downfall. Yep. I don't know. He know he knows more about cars Chandler? than me, so I'm pretty sure he's That's because nice we're stupid. We don't know much about anything. So, oh, Paul, this guy's built like a freaking freight train. He built like me. Dang. Like a tall Paul. Dang. Like God, me, tall. but Seth's height, so he's That's pretty big. terrifying. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds like a very intimidating type of person. If you don't know, uh, basically scary. the range of height between Paul and Seth is tall and not tall. I think it's literally almost the length of my forearm. No, Which like, is like a foot? Your cubit? Yeah. A cubit to my wrist. We're pulling What's... out those biblical measurements. Oh, yeah. 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 Cubits. Yeah. Well, a cubit is actually from your elbow to the tip of your That's middle finger. Yeah. His is from the tip. Of his elbow so to his wrist. Don't get political with me. This okay, is that's, a Christian that's podcast. not political. That's, not that's political. Te- technical. Don't get technical with me. <laughs> okay, okay, guys. Don't get political. Okay, so like for the actual uh, theme of today, the meat and potatoes is not uh, school year resolutions 
or uh, who finding out who and who doesn't watch anime. Today we are actually talking about um, things that were or weren't allowed in our household and how it affected how we grew up. For instance, uh, my dad never... I would always ask my dad... Well, not always. I asked him like once or twice to buy me Pokemon cards because I thought <laughs> they looked cool. And dad looked at it and it was like a $5 pack of like two cards. And he was like, what? No, I'm not wasting my money on that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I would he'd make me put it back. And like that was uh, something that kind of taught me to not waste your money on stupid stuff. <laughs> I mean... Right. Uh, all that... the other parents didn't let people have Pokemon because it stood for pocket demon. Yeah. But here's, here's the deal. Yeah. Here's yeah. the deal. I I, neither me or my dad actually knew Pokemon. The Pokemon cards were a game until I was like 14 or 15. And uh, my dad basically said, well, I, I guess I would have if I knew it was a game. Because he just thought they were like things you just had. That you like put in a shelf yeah. and didn't ever use, like baseball, yeah, that's fair. baseball cards, like baseball yeah. cards. I would never be caught dead collecting baseball cards. They'd be like, My and, cousin does that. and today I have yeah. a tub of Pokemon cards in the other room. Right, our dad got a lot more lenient later in life. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. When he when he finally learned that pick your battles does not mean pick everything and make it a battle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did y'all's parents have rules about Pokemon cards? Uh, yes, yes. That I totally thought that Paul was going the pokey, like, the pocket demon. Because that's how my parents were. They're uh, like, these are little monsters. You can't have these. Jigglypuff that's, is so scary. Like, when I was a kid, there was the show Lilo and Stitch. Like, there's the movie and then there's the oh, show. Yes. Yeah. And I used to watch the show until mom's like, that's a bad show. Those are little, little monsters. But then you're like, no, mom, they're friendly yeah. aliens. And then years later, like when I'm, you know, 18, I pull up the movie and we all watch it as a family, and they love the movie. They think it's hilarious, <laughs> and I'm like, what is this hypocrisy what is going this injustice on? Going on? How this? dare you? The thing is, my family never even told me about Pokemon, so I didn't know it existed until I got into high school. And all these guys in high school were trading Pokemon cards and playing the game, and I was like what the heck is this? Yeah. So I, like, looked it up, and I was like, oh, this is Pokemon? What the heck? You see, it was almost the same situation, because I saw the cards had these really cool animals on them. And then, like, I spent my entire life, like, homeschooled, and then I got to public school, and it looked like these kids were dealing crack. Like, okay, <laughs> in the corner, you've got all these kids doing Pokemon cards, you know, and then, like, wait a minute, it's a video game? Oh, my gosh! Yeah. How far does this go? And it it, it was just a video game. Because, yeah, I mean, you can't, down, you, know, like, show. Show. you can't look at Saturday. Because, like, my dad, cool. my dad didn't want to waste money on it. So, like, my little mind thought, okay, A, don't spend your uh, money on uh, Pokemon. wasteful things. But, A, Pokemon must be evil because my dad won't let me have it. You know? Yeah, I grew up and then I that. And then I, you know, I, I talked to my dad and he didn't want to waste money on it. <laughs> so... Like, okay, my lesson that I learned actually wasn't until I was, like, 15 or 16, you know. But uh, I still learned that later in life because, as a five-year-old, Dad did not want to waste his money yeah. on right. stupid cards. Right. Yeah. And not only that, but with a lot of stuff, like, you know, like, not being able to watch Harry Potter or 
uh, for Emily and I, SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just, you know, we could we could see right right then in that moment. But our parents had the picture of the of the whole you know timeline of our lives, mm-hmm. and you know it was just a momentary for thing for us. I can't remember being angry about SpongeBob not being able to watch it or Harry Potter at yeah. all. Yeah, you know, but I can remember going back at it, and it's like that. You know, I can understand where where they're coming from with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we weren't allowed to watch Harry Potter either, and it was it was partly. Dad told us that a lot of the spells and stuff that they used in the books are actual like witchcraft spells. Stuff like that. Like stuff that they used in like voodoo dolls that actually <laughs> killed people. Yeah. Man, and my parents never told me that. Yeah, I haven't heard that one either. But yeah. I actually like I until, I, until I got into like, like, like Dungeons and Dragons. Like, no, I it was both. both. It was both. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know Harry Potter existed until like (laughs) I got into public school and everyone was making like Harry Potter references. Like, what? Like, you never read? You never like? You never read Harry Potter? I'm like, no. And they're like, you freaking weirdo. (laughs) I mean, that was the same way. Like, I go into high school and everyone's like, oh, you don't know Harry Potter? What the heck? And I'm like, okay, so I, like, read the books, and then I couldn't watch the movies because my mom and dad thought it was just weird. So, <laughs> like, um, I went over to Danielle and Chandler's, and we just watched it. We just binge-watched all the movies. And I come back home, and I'm just, like, Harry Potter references everywhere. My parents are like, what the heck is uh, happening? Right. Yeah, because you, you get there, and they're like, what have you done? What under have you a done rock to for my the last- child? Have you have you lived under a rock for the pat for your entire life? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah basically. And not yeah. not only that, but with a lot of you know TV shows and game, games and stuff like that, half the time also it's just you can be do be you can be doing better things with your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You you really only have so much time, and you and you don't really realize that in the moment. But after the fact, it's like, wow, I really spent all that time. You know, just coming from me personally, the time the things that I wasted time on, looking back, it's like, oh. Yeah, I really wasted a lot of time that I shouldn't have because yeah. it means nothing yeah. in my yeah. life right now. Right. And but, and I think in the moment when you're like a kid and you're watching this and you don't think anything about how it's influencing you. Right, because yeah. you're still yeah. forming like your idea of the world yeah. at that yeah. point. And you miss a lot of yeah. stuff too. Like I, I, I uh, just kind of passing, you know, whether it being like a hotel or something, uh, you click on it, you know, you're clicking through the channels and one way or another you see a cartoon and you... You know, you're listening to what they're saying, and it's like weird stuff that you know that you feel like kids shouldn't be hearing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and you wouldn't know that you wouldn't have known that as a kid, right? Yeah. Because, just yeah. Now. because yeah. right? And and like the biggest eye opener for me was when my little sister Daniel got older, and she was watching Peppa Pig, and then all of a sudden she's talking in a British accent and wanting to go stomp in muddy puddles every all the time. I know, and then Is it's that like. The same for Addie? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, Charity went through that phase it, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we Except actually, it was My Little Pony. And it, it was no, just no, weird. we, 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 no, she wants to take we legit just cut Charity off of Peppa Pig because she started talking in a British accent all, all the time. The time. Yeah, yeah, that's what my parents just, did. No, Dale, you know what? Dale wants to go on. She wants yeah. to go on holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this gets so annoying, but I'm in volleyball. And anytime a girl like wants the ball to spike it over the net, they'll go Peppa, Peppa, and it annoys the absolute crap out of me. Whenever I'm on the sidelines, I'm just like, why? 
<laughs> Why? What is the reasoning for this? Like, well, so, what, about you, what about you, Chandler? Do you have any stories? Yes, yes, of course. Um, my parents, at a very young age, instilled in me the outdoors. Uh, we went camping a lot. So... I was never really allowed to go inside. They always kicked me outside. <laughs> you remember uh, those kids? <laughs> yeah, like, go was, outside. <laughs> yep. And so at a young age, I always asked for a TV in my room because I had all my friends had a TV in their room and I thought it was really cool. And my parents never let me have a, a TV in my room or for that fact, we didn't have like direct TV in our house, like Dish Network. Yeah. Uh, so I was always outside playing, and I think that was a very good thing because I grew up and I love the outdoors now. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's yeah. the same for me. Yeah. My parents would always take me on camping trips and stuff, and that was really fun. Um, but they... I did have a TV in my room when I was really little, but it wasn't connected to any kind of television mm -hmm. or anything. It was just for DVDs and... Right. VCs. Mm -hmm. Like VHS. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. So, yeah. VHS. Um, and then that broke down, so that got taken out of my room. And I didn't have a TV in my room until this year when my dad was like, Here, we got this old TV. We can put it in your room. So we decided to put it in our room. <laughs> just... Oh. And that's just it, because you remember those camping trips, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I remember the camping trips that I went with with my family as well, and I don't... You know, I don't remember what episode or what I watched as a kid, but I do remember at the same age, as I watched TV, going to camping trips and remembering them, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, uh, just recently, speaking of, I went on a camping trip and it was the most memorable thing ever. And huh. then, uh, for Christmas, I got a big 50-inch TV to put in my room. Oh. And I found myself <laughs> getting lazier. Oh, and I no. it. Yes. So I have I to get that. out and find something to do. So I'll just go on a walk in the woods whenever I get bored. And I refuse to watch TV now that I have a giant TV in there. <laughs> right. My, wow. my parents, wanted. the way that they would get yeah, me right. off of the TV, they would always mention softball or t-ball because I played that. Um, and I played it until I got into high school. And um, I was in ninth grade and I tried it out in high school softball and I hated it. So I was like, nope. So I haven't played in a long time, and I really miss it. But that was the one thing that um, I would always enjoy doing. And, like, if I was doing something, I would just stop and go and do it. It was really fun. Mm -hmm. And now I'm in volleyball, and it's inside, and it's so weird. It's yeah. so different, and I'm just like, okay. Yeah, yeah your parents took a more passive-aggressive approach, it Basically, seems. Basically, yeah. Like, our hey, dad... You, you hey, want to hit a ball this? with the bat? It's like uh, the but, rest yeah, of us, yeah. our parents our dad, are like, get outside now. Our dad didn't <laughs> get out, do something productive. Our yes. dad didn't yeah. do the passive-aggressive <laughs> approach. Our dad, uh, the rule was... You have to ask before you can watch TV. If I say yes, you can watch TV. If I say no, you can't watch TV. Find which, something else to do. Which basically meant you did not watch TV. You did yeah. yeah. And the thing is, one time, uh, and this was a lot more recent than any of the stories that have been told except Chandler getting the television for Christmas. Uh, our friends were over and we were having a great time. We were all having fun. We were playing video games. And it was like the one day of the month that we didn't have anything to do, really. And we Work were all nice. having a great time. And then our dad asked if we were having fun. And then one of our friends said, uh. eh, 
I'm kind of bored. bored. So dad made us pick that, up rocks. Yeah, that outside. was the forbidden word in I'm our house. Sure yeah. like, if room. you're bored, there's yard work that can be done. And I, I, think that was, yep. I think that was the oh, last I time he that. ever came it, over, actually. You find <laughs> yourself actually legitimately bored. Go to sleep because you'll need it tomorrow. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was that was also Mike. not allowed in our house because, uh, you know, you, if you were bored, it's like, okay, you're bored, I'll find you something to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, I'm bored and I can't. That was, uh, the, that yeah. was the other one. Yeah. And the thing is, our dad, our dad always said, we uh, you know, being bored is a lack of something to do, and there's always <laughs> something to do, so you're lying, and saying you can't means that it is literally impossible, yeah. which can't be the case. So you're lying, and lying was against the rules. So you better find something to do, and you better ask for help until the thing gets done. Well, and not only that, nine out of ten times when you say, "I can't do it," if you try hard enough, yeah, you can. You're yeah. just trying to look. You're just trying to find an out, which was yeah. a lot of you know I'm nine out of ten times the case. Which yeah. Yeah. Actually, just, my parents are like Hannah. If you can't do something that moment, just say I can't do it yet, and I'm like. Well, yeah, that's... Yeah. I understand well, that. It's, so it's, I'm just... Like, they said that to me, and I was just like, what? Well, like, because I didn't understand like, the concept. When, when, I was like, when I was like... My small, uneducated child brain was like, I I can't do it. What do you mean this is not the answer? I can't do it. Yeah. He's like, that's not the answer, Samuel. No, but the, the, no. We like, were also uh, never allowed to say, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And another oh, thing wow. is my that... My parents hate it whenever yeah. I say, I don't and know. And the thing is, like... It was so ingrained into us from such a young age that I can't, I don't know, and I'm bored were never the right answer. That any time we say those three things to our dad, he knows that that we're literally not exaggerating at all because yeah. they would have to, yeah, you because know, we wouldn't say them if they weren't the case. Anytime we say yeah. I can't, dad's like, let me try, and then he can't either. He's like, huh. Yeah. Shoot fire. <laughs> yeah. and that's, you know, I, I still never say I'm bored. I haven't said I'm bored in probably six or seven years because you know, if there's no you know, there's always work to do. Yeah. Like if you live in if you live in rural Arkansas like us, hillbilly folk there's always something productive you can be doing. Oh yeah. Or so you know, even if it's not fun, you know, work because you can look back at what you've done and say, Man, I did a good job. Yeah. yeah, and not only that, another weird thing is uh, going to someone's house where that is allowed and then hearing them say, I'm really bored. And you like I know, frantically you look, at frantically parents, like, look oh, around I the room. Okay, the other day, okay, I was at someone's house <laughs> and the, I was there. I don't remember what I was doing. I was picking something up or from someone, but this woman, I was talking to her and her child disrespected her, oh, like talked yeah. back. Mm. And I literally stood at attention like I didn't do it. And I'm like 25. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel that though. Yeah. My, my dad, whenever I would say um, I'm bored, he'd be like, yeah, here, you want to come learn how to work the weed eater or... Um, learn how to ride, drive the lawnmower, and mm-hmm. I, w- I would always be like, sure, and uh, yeah, I help in the yard work because of that, and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> but going back to, like, not having TVs in your room, I, we were never allowed to have a TV in our room, and I actually didn't know that was a thing until I went to other people's houses. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. The first time My... I saw a TV, the first time I saw a TV, 
in someone's room, I'm like, what, what is wrong would... with this family? Oh, yeah. and the first... Do they not love each other? Yeah, Do they just time. sit around watching TV watching all the TV time? away from each the other? First time, the first time I ever saw a TV in someone else's room, it had Super Mario World on it, and that was my favorite game ever, so I'm like, Dude, this is allowed. This is legal. They're like going to someone's house and they have a, a TV in their room, and it's like that's a you can do that, bro. That, I mean, like not like you're allowed to do that. It's like, but you can physically do that. Yeah, that's right. That abides by the laws of physics. Our, our view of t- television is almost like an old-fashioned landline that was on the kitchen wall. Yeah, like yeah. it wasn't movable. It, it was, was the living, living room. room. Oh, yeah. and everyone exactly. like turned around just we, to watch it. We had a. We <laughs> used to have a really big like project. Projector TV, you know, like before before flat screens or anything. That was really big in like the early 2000s. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, it was a really big TV. And it was, you know, Samuel and I had a Xbox 360. And we had a, a Transformers game that we had to figure out what each function was because we couldn't read any of the words. <laughs> because the TV wasn't high def- definition enough. Oh, we yeah. thought that was as good as it gets. Yeah, we didn't realize it got any better than that. And then when he got a flat screen, it was like, whoa. We can read the words. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was, and then, you know, because the Transformers game, it had little, really small text, so we had to go through each function and click it, and it was like, oh, now that took us to a totally different thing. Oh, we, he's a car now. We hard-cored it. Do yeah, y'all remember those TVs that had the, they'll have, like, the massive back on them, and they were, yeah, that, uh, oh, yeah. they that's were really the TV yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, yeah. I actually made a television helmet out of one of those. Yeah. yeah. He took that's it to cool. school. That was the, that Spirit was the TV week. that we had in our living room until, um, basically last week. And we got this big, I don't even know how big it is. It's like 75 inches, I think. And it's a flat screen. And me and my dad were putting it up on the wall. And uh, he was like, oh, I bet this could hold me. And he tries to, like, do a pull-up on it. And I was like, and he was like, here, Hannah, why don't you try it? And I was like, okay. So I did, like, a little pull-up. And my mom was freaking out in the background. She was like, you're going to fall. And I'm like. I'm not gonna fall, mom. I think this is I think this is good on stuff. Right, Chandler, you have no idea how big TVs can get. All right, oh, you guys can back me up on this. I don't know if Sal remembers it, but we had a TV. Oh yeah, it was like the size of that bookshelf. It took up the entire corner. It was probably like four feet across. I think. No, the thing is, we were so small at the time that when it finally, like, when you got, mm. thing is, it was such a big screen yeah. that when you got up next to it, you could literally see the small circles yeah. of pixels that the screen oh, made, yeah. mm-hmm. and. When we finally got rid of it, what Dad did was, instead of throwing it away, he took all the insides out and threw those away so that we had this box that was just a TV, and then me and Paul would pretend to be news reporters. This was back when, when our, rela- when our uh, relationship wasn't showing each other how much we loved each other by making fun of each other. If we did that nowadays, it would have been breaking news. Paul is the dumbest man on the planet. <laughs> Paul is a pee-pee-poo-poo head. We tried finding dumber people and could not. But but <laughs> it was back when we actually pretended to do new stuff. Yeah. Paul, comment? You know, e- either, either really way with the, uh, no with the, with the uh, TV and what we were exposed to and whatnot, I mean, I personally don't feel like I was shorted on anything. Yeah. No. Um, no, I don't well, think I was cheated out at all. No. Yeah, and, yeah. and no. the place in the place of all the stuff that we could have watched... 
but you know we weren't allowed to or just didn't we i mean in that place we had like veggie tails and stuff and right. Right. Yeah. and those made, shows are, are absolute like s tier right or the patriot we were made to watch the patriot oh, yeah. every yeah. year right. okay, I, okay here's the I, have a sto- I have a story oh, about this is uh we watched the patriot and it's not true but my dad said that you see that guy his name is Gabriel. See how he doesn't listen to his dad? And what happens? How he he dies. dies. He dies. Your middle name is Gabriel. Remember that. Because, yeah. okay, <laughs> right. growing up, we were... growing up, me and Seth were like almost twins, so we would do the most stupid stuff. So dad eventually made a, a saying called, I mind my mom and daddy because they love me and don't want me to get Hurt. Okay, that was this getting spanked as he said that. Yeah. <laughs> and the, but yeah. And the, but part, the part of he my, did say it without spanking us. The part of my Sometimes. story with the Patriot that wasn't true was telling me that the purpose of me being named Gabriel was so I'd remember. I'd name myself Gabriel. Well, that. okay, so when we watched that movie. That's exactly, dad would always pause it there. And he's like, okay, if he would have just mined his dad, he would be alive now. Yeah, exactly. But he didn't, and not only is he dead, but he got, you know, all these people put in danger, and yeah. And the worst worst Once again, Mel Gibson has to go to town and kill everybody. And the worst worst (laughs) part about it was that he only did it a certain number of times, you know, before it would stop. And then another kid would be old enough to understand the movie. So <laughs> yes. I imagine it sucked for Paul and Snow, but like I had to w- watch it, and then he kept doing that. And then there was a, a point of time where we could just watch The Patriot, and oh, yeah. then Snow was born. Yeah. And then uh. when Snow turned six, it happened again. Every time. No, I remember that. Because it was but, like, oh man, this movie is so cool. Like all this action, like it's not like Transformers, not CGI. You have just these guys running around with these muskets. I'm yeah. like, that's so cool. And then he yeah. press pause and he's like, there's now Samuel. No, no, I remember. He's like, now everyone, why did that boy right there die? Because I was like crying. I was like, no, why'd they kill him? And they're like, because he didn't mind his dad. Like, yeah. What would have happened if he minded his what dad? What is happening? He wouldn't have died. They said it. They said it in the most monotone voice. They sound so mad. Like what? Now like, what yeah, happened? What happened because he died? To watch Defiance, which is also a really good movie. If you haven't watched it, look it up. Defiance. Yeah, it's a really Defiance. cool movie. And the best part about Defiance is that there was no scene that Dad could just pause and say, "Now what's the moral of this story?" <laughs> because it was my, just one long. Because I just yeah. did that with the movie, but it wasn't The Patriot. I only watched that like a couple of times, and I cried every single time I watched right? it. Right? Yeah. But like. They would do that with It's a Wonderful Life. We would always watch it during Christmas oh, yeah. time, yeah, and we yeah. would watch it, like, once, and my dad would, like, pause it at several moments and be like, okay, what happened here? Why do you think that this happened? And I was, like, six at the time, and I was like, what? Because he went strong. Right. Well, you do get your... You do form your thought process through what you watch, whether you realize it or not. Yeah. And Whether that's why if it's I'm, through a TV screen or not. Like, you know, yeah. right. There's, and that's why it is really important, especially at a really young age, mm-hmm. to, you know, mm-hmm. to know what you're watching. To monitor yeah. your yeah. child. Because here's the deal. Like, no matter what we watched, it didn't matter how much violence there was. Yeah. Or how much people broke the law. 
if there were like three swear words in the first five minutes, the DVD mm -hmm. was going out the door. Or like, because uh, he didn't want us being exposed. Yeah. I mean, I guess he just wanted us to be exposed to violence and uh, breaking the law. No, I but he didn't want us exposed to like people swearing and stuff. Yeah. Right. Because he didn't want it. He didn't want it to feel normal for us. Like it's mm -hmm. not supposed to be yeah, normal. Exactly. There's, yeah. a, there's, there's a saying that goes uh, garbage in, garbage out. You know, yeah. whatever whatever goes into your mind is going to stay there. You know, whatever. That's why whatever. I'm so and, violent all the time. Hey, okay, guess so. what? Guess what, John? The Bible says it too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, well, as like a young, younger, like I guess six years old, I was not allowed to watch Disney. Like my right. dad was way more. Oh, no. Um, strict when I was younger than by the time Paul and Seth came along. Yeah. But I wasn't allowed to watch things like The Little Mermaid, but then we watched Open Range. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I what? so people think, you know, people who are homeschooled or are brought up as in a Christian household are sheltered, but we're not sheltered from everything. Yeah. You know? No. Um, we had a clear understanding of you know, if you decide to do drugs, this is what your life is going to look like. Yeah, exactly. And not only yeah. that, but it has, you know, the movie yeah. itself, the enjoyment of watching the movie is temporary, but what you take home from it mm -hmm. is right. permanent. Right. Yeah. And yeah. You, can yeah. even, you can even watch a really sucky movie and still be like, huh, I kind of learned stuff from that. Yeah. One, that movie was awful. And two... All these life lessons. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, so The Little Mermaid, I was not allowed to watch The Little Mermaid uh, yeah. because, um, one, it was very far from the original Little Mermaid, the book, but um, the Disney version, the girl didn't mind her dad, mm. went off, put everyone in, put herself in danger, and then everything ended up fine and everything yeah. was hunky-dory yeah. which yeah. exactly would not have happened which was not how the original little mermaid went uh with the, if you want to know what the original little mermaid was it was by two german dudes the grim brothers uh and basically just imagine the little mermaid except she dies because she makes a deal with satan and does not live happily ever after with yeah. anybody i remember yeah. i was reading a uh, walt disney biography like last week and it's like <laughs> basically he decided to make uh like the words were he decided to take old fairy tales and animate them due to his fascinate like not due to his fascination with animation but it was like but he t but added his own family friendly twist i'm like really did y'all really did y'all know that uh frozen uh, is oh, actually yeah. it's yeah it's two a, witches. It's pretty dark. It's a really morbid story. The yeah, original you, Frozen story. Oh, I didn't know that that was an adaptation yes. of it. Really? Yeah. Yes. But, yeah. Yeah. but like you, but like you were saying earlier about you know that was another thing was uh, the what you learned about your parents in the movies. Yes. Yeah. You know, like mm -hmm. like Nemo and all those shows. My oh, my dad goodness. didn't like those especially because the male father figure was just such a, a weak person. A, a weak member of the family and then mm -hmm. he was pushed around by everyone it's like oh he was meant to be pushed around by everybody uh because you know he was weak and the moral of the story is don't listen to your parents like that was that you could take that was literally the moral that you could take right yeah yeah um finding nemo actually for us was different because dad kind of i guess told us 
what his interpretation of the dad and Finding Nemo. But most Disney stuff and animated stuff, it is. Like, the parents are stupid or weak. Yeah, exactly, or, yeah. And the kids are always smarter. But Finding Nemo, I actually was really touched by because it was like the dad was unequipped for a situation, but he it didn't, didn't stop him. It didn't stop yeah. him from finding his son. Oh man, yeah. no! Right. One thing that like I like when and I was like, young, I really like like I watched How to Train a Dragon and oh, Stoic being yes. the father. I'm like, that's my dad. Yeah. <laughs> that's my dad. <laughs> and, and except, for, except for the part where he said, "You're a failure, hiccup. You'll never be a Viking." Well, yeah, <laughs> our dad never said our that. Dad never our, dad, our dad encouraged us to be Vikings. He was. Yeah. He was and awesome. That was oh, also encouraged. That my dad didn't like very much at all. Was not not the first one, but like the second or third one, where there was this like big moment where we found out, oh, the son was right, you know, by rebelling against mm-hmm. his dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, and the, and it, and there was this big moment where the dad was like, "I'm sorry, son. I should have just let you do whatever you want." And right, like, and no, that's it's not real life. because it's right. yeah, it's totally know. unrealistic. Right. But also, when you're younger, you're not realizing. That your brains are being molded by it. Yeah. Because, okay, when I was nine, I had a breakdown. And literally, I was bawling my eyes out. And I asked my dad, Dad, when I become a teenager, why do I have to hate you? Because I thought that that was a thing. Like, you go through puberty, and apparently, Mm -hmm. because I had just learned it from like society or media or whatever that when you become a teenager you just start hating your parents yeah mm-hmm. that you was know? that was another yeah we we were kind of we i mean it wasn't like not allowed but we were ex- either explained to mm-hmm. uh whenever after we watched a movie where the you know when the person gets to be a teenager they're supposed to hate their dad is pretty much what the mm-hmm. premise and you is become set. yeah smarter than them yeah exactly right. just and magically then, you're instantly and then smarter you, than your parents you know you hate your yeah. sibling or whatever and, you know, we would always be explained as well, you guys are a team, you and your brother. Mm-hmm. And to the point where another thing that wasn't allowed was, video, like, video games where Samuel and I killed each other. Mm-hmm. Or, or beat each other, or, you know, fought, fought each other. That was not allowed either because it was like, no, you guys don't fight each other, you're a team. Mm. Okay. okay, so, well, that's, like, yeah, that's really good. when we were a kid, kind of like with, with what God, John's going with, is that whenever we got, whenever me and my siblings got into a fight, like, obviously... Like, these days, if we have a disagreement, it's, like, for a legitimate reason, we and we're trying to work it out. But whenever whenever we were, like, little kids, like, whenever me and Seth were, like, four and five or whatever, we would get mad at each other because, no, I want it, no, I want it. And, like, we would just get mad at each other and start, like, screaming at each other, and our dad would uh, stop it, and he wouldn't just say, hey, stop fighting, he, you know. He would sit us in the living room and make us stare each other in the eye. And he's like, listen, when the world ends and I'm dead and there's no one else around, you're staring into the eyes of the only other person in the world that cares about you. Yep. Yeah. You're staring into the eyes of the only other person that cares about whether you live or die. It wasn't always apocalyptic, but it was sometimes. But most (laughs) of the time, it was just like, you know, when I'm gone, the only people who care about you are your siblings. Yeah. Yeah. And and the video video game thing didn't really apply because we didn't really play video games often enough for it to matter. We weren't allowed. No, I remember. Uh, But no, one thing we actually, uh, like, and me and Paul did not agree when it came to video games at all. Like, we were playing, like, Mario Kart, 
And, you know, there was a thing where if you push A at the right time, you get a starting boost. Yes. And I had mastered the timing so well that it upset Paul to the point where he said, you don't get the timing at the start of this race. I do. I said, I'm not going to give up the advantage because you said to. So the round started, and I got the timing. I got the boost. He pushed pause, restart, and restarted the race. Well, that's because, and okay. He, he I, kept I, I on was, doing it. He kept on doing it. He kept like, on doing it. That's I because wouldn't. I was under the assumption that only one person could do it because yes. I never was yes. able to. Yes. So Seth would always get the boost and always win. So I wanted to see if I could actually win if I got it. The problem is Seth always got it. That obviously means it's that I couldn't fault, get it. <laughs> but you know. either, either way, and I'm sure it's the same with you guys, but if there was, it could have been like literally anything, but if it brought enough division between Samuel and I, yeah. it, was out, it was out. It didn't matter yeah. what it was. Yeah. It was yeah. out the window. Yeah. It could have yeah. been anything because yeah. we, it, it's we not worth the division. We had toys thrown right. away and ever, anything, you know, yeah, because right. it's not worth it. Yeah. Because yeah. like, uh, oh, um, I was just going to say, going back to the how to train your dragon thing and your dad, like, acting like stoic and he actually freaking looks like stoic yeah, yeah. like in all actuality <laughs> well that's where i drew the like, that's where i drew yeah, the connection when i was younger the only problem I, like, was that I, is that our dad's actually always right yeah. and like yeah. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. also supportive you know, of us ta- talking about how to train your dragon i i think oh, we nice. actually watched the patriot directly after watching how to train your dragon 3 the one that i was telling you about where the right. guy was wrong he's like okay well, let's watch my movie this time. Right, yeah. I never have watched The Patriot. Like, I'm pretty sure... Oh, my sure goodness, I'm it's one of the best movies in the We watch it every year. And yeah. Defiance. We need back, to have you guys yeah. over to watch back it. Back when Mel Gibson was respected. But I've we'll seen see, The like, Patriot. Like, I never actually... Like, this is going back to the thing where we don't have cable or we didn't watch yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. I was always outside. Mm-hmm. I haven't... I don't watch many movies anymore, but I still just... I just don't. Yeah. yeah. And everybody talks about movies, and I'm, like, so left out. Yeah. And, and, and talking about, you know, movies and stuff, at the moment, you just think they're movies, but later on in life, you realize that whenever you see a relationship between two people, your your brain is getting those people for reference, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. You look at a, a sib- two siblings, on whether it's on a TV show or real life, and think, oh, if you see that enough, you think, oh, that's the norm of how siblings are supposed to yeah. act, or, or, or a father and mother and uh, with the relationship with their kid. Oh, that's how it's supposed to act. How they're supposed to act, Mm -hmm. just because you see enough of it. Mm -hmm. And like you were saying, you were under the presumption that when you're a teenager, you're supposed to be at odds with your parents because that was what you saw. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's a saying. uh, And I didn't actually connect it with anything at the time. I had just come under. I had just been under that opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Back to your movie thing and how they uh, they make role models of your lives. Like, okay, so when Marvel came out, like the big movies and everything, I started watching Marvel with my dad. And then, like, Captain America first came out. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that was like a massive role model in my life. Because he was like, you know, always kind. He was a big patriot. Yeah. He helped others even though he didn't know how to. He just, he tried anyways. And I was like, man, that dude is awesome. And so, like, throughout the years, I found myself actually acting like that sometimes. And I'm like... Yeah. Mm, that's Oh my gosh. For, no. Exactly. exactly. No, you brought For up me, you brought like, that. Oh, okay, you go. <laughs> For me, like whenever I watched the Avengers for the first time and I saw Captain America, all I all I saw was um Torch from Fantastic Four, the yeah. original, because he played that he character, the and then oh, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah he's funny. the same. He's the same person, and I was just like, "Wait, what?" That, that would have been hilarious. It's like he went from like a playboy to honorable an American man. Idol. <laughs> like, that would have been, been hilarious. Halfway no, through the Avengers, no. he says, "Flame on!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, 
Josh brought up a freaking Captain America, the scene where like the the general like pulls a pin out of a fake grenade and tosses yes. it and like but uh steve just like jumps and like grabs the bomb he's like run away dad pause i was like you see that boys that is a man i'm like <laughs> luckily Whoa! luckily we i nev- want to grab bobs luckily we never <laughs> that's not the moral of the story luckily was, we only watched uh, we only watched captain america once so there we wasn't just 10 years time. of pausing that yeah. scene yeah. but like you know it's funny because like okay uh it's almost like if you movies are definitely written uh, about stuff that happens in real life, whether they it stays true to it or not is uh, up to the people writing it. Because you know, obviously, not every teenager hates their parents, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's almost like uh, our dad would do that with movies, but he would also do that in real life. Like uh, I don't remember who it was. But, uh, no, I remember one time I went with my grandpa to, like, a Waffle House in, I don't know where it was. I was, like, a stupid eight-year-old that didn't know his cardinal directions or anything. Like, we went to, uh, this Waffle House to some foreign lands in, like, 20 minutes away in Arkansas. But, uh, you know, when we get in there, um... I don't remember how exactly how the story goes, but um, when me and my grandpa walked into the Waffle House, uh, there were a whole bunch of older men, older dirty men, like t- telling dirty jokes and swearing. And then my grandpa told them that I was there, and then they, you know, they kind of stopped, and that was kind of uh, a formative moment in my life because uh, it was just one of those. It was kind of where I learned to treat innocence with care and not just break it, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, I haven't learned, like, a ton of stuff from, from my grandpa, but that is one thing I learned from him. And then another thing I learned from him was, you know, I thought it was just my dad that treated everyone with respect because, you know, when you work in a body shop, you know, it attracts a certain demographic of uh, dirty, dirty old, old men. men, but you know, he's wrong. I'm not wrong. I did not know this. He, he is right, but uh, in mechanic our, shops too, mechanics shops. Not are our worse. dad's friends. Our dad's friends are all really good people. Yeah, but every once in a while, some characters would show up. But you know, I learned that it wasn't just my dad. You treat innocents carefully, and you treat mm-hmm. women with respect. You know, and I learned that. But you know, I learned it. More solidly because my dad had taught me that so much. And then I actually was with my grandpa and my dad wasn't there. And my grandpa still upheld that. So, you know, it was more, it wasn't just the lesson was learned. It was more like the lesson was solidified. Yeah. Yeah. Actions speak louder than words. Yeah. I know. I always judge the men in a room because as a woman, if I walk into a room and people continue to cuss and no one says, stop it, there's a lady here, yeah, then I have a problem with pretty much everyone in the room. Yeah. Just because, yeah. you know, and, and it goes back to that whole, you know, courtesy is not dead. Right. Be courteous. 
Mm-hmm. You know, my my mom, it's insane. She'll we'll be like at a baseball game or a basketball game, and someone behind us will start cussing. She'll literally turn around and be like, "Have some decency and don't cuss in front of us." And I'm just over there like, "Mom, if they're not gonna listen to you, then they're probably not gonna listen to anyone. If they continue cussing, then it's just that's just yeah. how they're gonna be." And the thing, the thing is, like sometimes I get upset at people for that, and then other times, you know, like, then I'll think, well. I mean, that's kind of just the way people are raised nowadays and have been raised for a while. So while I can look back at the stuff that my parents kept me from, you know, I can look back. I can appreciate it now, now that I have my mind set in my ways, you know. But I can also look at it. I can also look back at it and see, you know, just why I wasn't allowed to watch it you know yeah Yeah, it's and it's a lot of things like that you know like as a kid you were taught to brush your teeth and it's like you know for me personally it's like i don't want to brush my teeth (laughs) but for some reason now it's like oh i'm so glad i have all my teeth yeah right and i'm so glad my breath doesn't smell like a dump truck yeah exactly yeah exactly it's so gross whenever like even some girls at our school do have the same kind of breath, but it's so bad whenever guys walk up and they just say hi and you smell like it smells like they ate an onion. It's, oh, it oh smells gosh, like no. a rotting animal. Is that, smoke alcohol and, and is that the taco soup they served yesterday? Mixed with garlic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like what the the point though you're saying is like your parents instilled that in you at a young age. Yeah, you know, they, and they, learning to watch what you in like watch and stuff. Yeah, they could because uh-huh. they could see the whole picture. Mm-hmm. And uh there was a sermon that I was listening to the other day talking about uh it was like when is God gonna help me out here? You know, when is God gonna fix my anxiety? And oh, uh the answer to that was you know, God can see the whole hundred years. If you t- okay, the, he referenced like, let's take a hundred years, you know, and let's take one second of that and pick it out. When you're in that second, all you can see is that second. But God can see the hundred years, you mm-hmm. know. He can see the whole picture, and you know, not to a omnipotent perspective, but you know, your parents can see the big picture too. Mm-hmm. They can see down the road what is going to happen if if I let. You know, if I let John do this, Mm -hmm. what is going to happen down the road and what is he going to learn from this? Right. Because though we weren't allowed to, like, see certain things or go certain places with certain people or whatever, we Mm -hmm. were by no means shielded or overprotected. Yeah. Because I've seen a lot of people that will not let their kids have anything to do with anything. Mm-hmm. And then when they go out into the real world, it chews them up and spits them out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, they end up like doing drugs and mm-hmm. uh, alcohol and, you know, getting yeah. pregnant no, early. Like, and I, it's just yeah, because definitely. it's just because they weren't, warned about that they mm-hmm. didn't know about it at all they right. just were thrown into the world like there's a difference between yeah. being sheltered and literally living under a rock because yeah. mm-hmm. you can you can be shielded from bad stuff right but you can still see past the little peepholes in your shield and see what's coming oh yeah because yeah. like i've done like some studying well yeah i've done some studying by that i mean i watched a few youtube videos of a Basically, like, what, why there are, like, why there are so many people, like, drug, like, drug problems and, like, stuff. It's because 
because sh- it's like people who are like sheltered like a whole bunch not like us mm-hmm. but who like when they go into the real world and it hits them hard it's because they don't know anything they don't know what this is they don't know what that is because mm-hmm. like most people most sheltered people their parents don't tell them what drugs are they, yeah, like, they're stuff like that. They're hidden away from it, not warned mm-hmm. against. So it. they basically or, like find the nearest thing and latch onto it, yeah. and it basically consumes their life. Right. Well, uh, you also have it's been tagged the pastor's kid, yeah. where they know about those things, but they're not allowed to experience anything. They're right. not allowed to go to anyone's mm-hmm. house. They're not allowed to watch anything except Christian stuff. They're not allowed to watch or listen to anything but Christian music, and then mm-hmm. they just go so far the opposite way. Yeah. And, right. And I'm glad you brought up uh, friends, you know, the friends that you hang out with, because you can be just totally taken away, you know, from everyone. But uh, my parents, uh, they was really drilled into us that you show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Or you are the sum of your five closest friends. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's not to be, you know, toxic or anything, but it's to say literally... What enters your brain through your friends or through the, your relationships or people you know, whether it's you know real or through a screen, it is going to be ingested into your brain. It is going to influence you whether you want it to or not. Because mm-hmm. we're constantly learning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's definitely another you know medium that my dad closely watched with us was our friends. Because, okay, one time, not going to say any names, mm. but... One time. Jeremy. Uh, no. no. <laughs> but one time there was this kid that uh, came over to our house from Salem Schools. And uh, our, like he was the kind of kid that every time uh, our dad would t- say, All right, kids, let's go do this. Because, you know, we were going to go swimming. Uh, yeah, swimming at a sandbar that we owned. And... Uh, our dad basically said, all right, kids, we've got all the swimming gear loaded up. Let's go to the sandbar. And everyone got up in the van. And this one kid was, you know, kind of filibustering around, like, taking right, forever to feet. put his Phil- shoes he was on. filibustering Phil- with his feet. What like, is right. filibustering mean? All right, hon, hon. All right, so basically, in a court of law, when someone makes a speech that is seemingly closely related... Uh, that seems to be closely related enough to the topic at hand that he can keep on talking and keep on talking to but take really, up space. But really, they're just but really, he's time. just wasting time, uh, perjury, okay. uh, in order to perjury. <laughs> Basically, all right. So uh, this yeah. kid okay. was committing perjury. Not he was committing perjury with our not, free time, yeah, not right. being respectful. Yeah, he was being so, very disrespectful of everyone. You know, and this was. The, this was a common theme. He did it before we tried to go, and he kept on doing it. Till eventually, our dad was like, listen here, kid. Obviously, you do not know how things run in this house. And I remember I remember this story super vividly because our friend John, and this was before me and Chandler started hanging out, but we had John, Samuel, and like a, a couple other kids from our youth group because it was supposed to be someone's birthday party or something. It was, it was mine. So my dad started off... Uh, talking to him about, listen, around this house, we respect each other, and look, here's the deal, it's my house, it's my van that I drove you up here, if you don't respect me, I will send your butt home, 
If I tell you to do something, you do it immediately. And without even looking, he says, you see that man over there? That kid's not even mine. And when I tell him to jump, he's going to jump. John, jump. Boop. You see that? He just jumped as high as he could just because I told him to. And if I cannot expect the same amount of respect from you, then you're out of here. And that's as closely as I can tell the story because those weren't, that wasn't exact quotes. Uh, right. and and fun the, fun fact, that kid never came back to our house. No, nope. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. That's similar to what my parents do. Like They're like, if you don't show respect to us and our daughters, and if you're just making a mess everywhere, then you can just get out and never come back. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. How my mom did it is... Whenever a kid was going to come over, she talks to the parents and she's like, if your kid comes, I just want you to know, if they act up, I'm going to spank them. <laughs> and uh, they either came back or they didn't. And, oh my gosh, and her that. mom will enact that. That's not just talk. No, no. Uh, that's no. The way I, 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 can imagine I have been to your house. I've yeah. stayed at your house yeah. a couple times. I feel like there. I was definitely in danger of getting spanked <laughs> if I ever were to no, act. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, she just has this... She it's the 20. vibe. The she just spoon. has this forceful feeling like, yeah. if you act up, you get spanked. Right. And she yeah, can, right? she can a pull a spoon out of nowhere. It's especially bad when she starts going into Visayan. She's always packing heat, man. Like she's wearing a hoodie. She's yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that isn't because of a pride thing. No. You know, it's because I want my children, you're because you're going to act like the people that you're around anyway. And yeah. so as parents, you want your children to be around people that will be a good influence on them. And disrespect and, you know, is is not something that you want. No. You're no. rubbing Another. off on your kids. Your, uh, your father, one day I was over at his body <laughs> shop working on my truck. And we got to talking, and he was, uh, we were just talking about, you know, just random stuff. And then out of the blue, he starts talking about uh, safety and stuff like that. And, you know, we're, we're pretty big safety people. But if, if somebody doesn't respect you enough to listen, and there's that one time that they're really in danger, and they don't listen, and they'll get hurt, it ain't, it ain't on you. It's on them. Right. Because they don't respect you enough to listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We always got the story of uh, you're running down a hill, and your dad sees a snake, and he yells... Stop, there's a snake. Or he, or he just yells, stop. And you don't stop running. You say, why? You yes. keep running. Oh, my goodness. And then you get bit by a snake we and you were, die. You yeah, did not you ask were, why. You no. say why, you die. Yep. Yeah, that's why. We also got told <laughs> that's, this. That's, why where the, that's where the uh, I mind my mom and daddy because they love me and don't want me to get hurt came right. from. Because our dad would say, son, stop running to the road. Well, Why? Because I told you to. Right. And then we when had we a very, younger, very long speech about how the road was dangerous and it would immediately kill us and nothing could survive the road <laughs> no. because there were morons <laughs> driving. No, not because it wasn't an abstract concept that the road was dangerous. It was there are people with their heads shoved so far up their butt that they will not be able to see you yeah. and... Even truck drivers, even if they are paying attention, they can't see you anyway. So, context to the yeah. story, though, we lived in a house right on the highway. Yep. So, it wasn't like, don't go to the highway. Yes. It was, stay, don't go to that part of the yard type yeah. thing. But in, oh, uh, in the same context as the, you know, the vehicles, uh, 
just in general, another rule that we were taught was don't rely on other people to mm -hmm. be safe, you mm -hmm. know? Because yep. the story was like, you pull out at a green light, someone runs into you and you're dead. You didn't look, you know, and it's 100% their fault. But guess what? You're still dead. Yeah. You know, oh. don't, yeah. don't yeah. We actually so saw late. an accident because this person was pulling, like, turning on uh, at a green light, but the other person had the right of way. They were turning on a yield, but the other person had the green light. And the other person kept going. And hit them. And they're like, oh. well, I had the right of way. And I'm like, well, the front of your car is still busted up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have, okay, so, like, I don't know, like, everybody in this room knows this, but I ride motorcycles. I'm quite yep. avid. Like, yeah. I ride motorcycles all the time. Like, silly boy. Even in the winter, he's like, dead of winter. He's trying to get me to ride on one of them. Because they're cool. Whack. Because they're like, cool. So, back to the point to where you're running the road and all that. Um, as, as a motorcyclist, you're always told, be careful. But then they add on to the end of it of everybody else. Mm -hmm. Because it's not you that they got to worry about. Because as a motorcyclist, you've got to have lightning fast reactions. I mean, like, because if something jumps out of front of, in front of you, you don't just run over it. You yeah. run over it, and then you keep running over yourself. And then you mm -hmm. tumble. You, yeah, you flip. Yeah, I don't so, think talking about this is going yeah, to I've, I've nearly <laughs> been hit a few gun. times. I mean, on it's a regular occasion. You just got to watch everybody else because they can't really see you. Because yeah. you're about like, you're you're about like two foot wide at most. I mean, yeah. it depends on how big the motorcycle is, of course. But it's not really their fault. But at the same time, it is because if they don't see you and they hit you, then it's their fault. Like they're like you had the right of way. They're like billboards. Right. Like that's why I always yeah. drive defensively because I don't know who's driving the other car. And that was like one of the big reasons why Dad wanted to uh, monitor who we hung out with because. Um, it who we hung out with helped us like uh, make our thought process. You know, like if we were around uh, kids that didn't pay attention to anything and were really just kind of uh, absent-minded, then we would kind of catch on to that and think absent-mindedly too. So that's one of those whole. You have to really think that nobody around you is thinking unless they prove it. And that's one of the reasons our dad wanted us to have friends that thought independently because he wanted us to be able to think independently with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and had a strong moral compass. Yeah. And had a strong moral compass. Right. Something of which I'm still So, does anyone, does anyone ha uh, feel that the way that they grew up either not having or having to like their parents regulating the TV shows you watch and what you do and who you hung out with. Does anyone feel like they were deprived? No, definitely no, not. Absolutely, no, I absolutely I so. not. I feel like uh, I did. I, I did it. I wouldn't change a thing. And then, like as I grew older, I was yeah. like, okay. When I first got when I first got in public, so I'm like. Why are all these kids cooler than you're like, wait a second. No, these they're kids just aren't idiots. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like, yeah. we actually it's a, have a life. It's a <laughs> lot, don't. you know, it's a lot uh, easier to see it now that you're out of the situation. It's like, mm -hmm. wow, I'm yeah, so glad sure. my parents raised me like this mm -hmm. and not watching or hanging out with these people. 
You know, I'm so glad my parents regulated it and didn't just leave it all up to me because right. I did not know. Right, yeah. exactly. I was a city boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us and being a part of our podcast. Thank yeah. They honestly want to come back. This You're was welcome. really fun. Yeah, yeah. this was yeah. really fun. This was really fun to do with all our friends. This You're is the most fun. laughing I've ever had in one night. Same. Factually it's not true. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and we will hope to do another podcast around Valentine's Day talking about why it stinks. Hello, everybody. This is the Magnificent Paul Stunts. Thank you for listening to our podcast with most, in fact, all of the editing done by the nerdy boy, Seth, as well as his music. And of the artwork done by our even more nerdy brother, Samuel, who actually knows how to draw. Cringe. Anyway, if you have any comments, stories, or even reprimands that I will ignore, you can email us at our Gmail, our own stunts. Spelled O U R O W N S T U N T Z at gmail.com. Have a day.